You what? What happened? <laughs> Dave's a fucking dummy. That's what happened. <laughs> Man, you're the one with the feel the burn cup, by the way. That's over. Feel the burn, baby. Over. Ugh. You're over. Dude, you're this over. is every week. I send you a link so you to log on and we can record this. Yeah. And every you do. week. You're like, hey, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm you waiting. You just said, you just said I'm it's waiting, a new interface. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. <laughs> Where's your email, Dave? So I need your email. I need the link. That's what you I'm do. I'm so surprised your wife hasn't just fucking hung herself. No, that's the you whole thing. You are such a frustrating person you, to deal with. You're the one who's sitting in your car every day, texting your kids and calling Marcy. And like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. The car's got to go. Do you know how much gas I'm spending just by waiting and waiting and waiting? And waiting. We got to get you to school. I need to get to McDonald's so to get my big bag. Right. Oh, I'm waiting. Where is everybody? Get in the car. And everyone's like in the back of the car, like, we're here, man. Could you just pull out and fucking take us to where we need to go? And you're like, oh, I didn't see you there because I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking. I was working on my mustache. I was working on the stash. Unbelievable. This is the worst. You're the I- fucking worst. No, I'm not. I'm not, though. You are. This is That's all you, thing. bro. This, this is all not. stems from your shitty little fucking studio where you can't send an email because you don't know the difference between AOL and Gmail. Because as soon as you said, I sent it to your AOL account, and I said, I'm on Gmail, you sent it I didn't it say that. What you I did. sent was, it's you because did. you have, I have AOL. I have yeah, the text read it. Read right it. Right here. It read says it. it's because you're on AOL. And I said... Yeah. Dave, if you're sending it to an AOL account, that's your fuck up because I'm on Gmail. And they went, oh, I'm sorry. And it immediately appeared. What What did I, what did I, I didn't say sorry. Go ahead. You read said, it. I know. It's your Gmail. Every time, check all your boxes. And I said, let me check your mom's box. Very rude, by the way. She's dead. Okay. She is not so dead. you can't say that kind of stuff. Your mother is not dead. And then what did I say after that? Oh my What's god, the... I don't know what to no, do. No, no. I'm What's so the text retarded. Say? Read the text. Read the That's text. No, no, go ahead, read it. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't see that part. And I'd still rather talk to her than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. exactly that. That's exactly right. that. That's right. That's yeah. why you called me up at 9 o'clock last night. It was like 9.30. Can we talk at 9.30? I said, sure, Dave. Whatever you need. Whatever you need, Dave. Well, I mean, you don't do anything. So... The schedule is open. Listen, you have the opportunity. Now that you have your your cans on, which is amazing, you've had all this stuff in your house for decades, and you've been unable to connect it to your laptop. So just the simple fact that we're like slowly making progress where you can hear and speak to be heard is very nice. I mean, it's been a few years since we've done this. You know what I mean? We're building a fan base one person as one person and so it really needs, it really needs one to person be in effect. At one person at a time we've literally we led with technical issues we remain with technical we don't we don't stray from our principles we don't stray from our core message on no, this is that joe doesn't know how to use technology i'm surprised that you're not like having a cigarette like shoved into your vape pen right now. You That's really what so, I think it should be. You make me so frustrated. I want to be like the guy in the Guinness Book of World Record. Would see how many cigarettes I could fit in my mouth at one time. To shove that's, them all that's in. That's how frustrating you are. Your laps. Frustrating. Maybe. <laughs> could be. So uh, think. David. Listen, once I get my my billion dollar idea off the ground. I don't oh yeah, what do you got? You got something good? You won't do this anymore? Yeah. This will be the end of this? No, this, this is what over. I, I'm gonna, I am going to sell at every major event. Yeah. I'm going to sell empty uh, rectangles so that people feel like they're holding their phone, but they're actually going to view like what's actually happening without it. So is that it a good dis- idea? It won't so disturb it- everyone behind them? No, exactly. So you're just going to see nothing but empty rectangles being held up in the air just like this 
So people will be like, oh my gosh, this is better than recording it. I can see it in like full view. This is incredible. It's going to be awesome. I, and you know this. I brought my kids to go see the Chili's at MetLife Stadium. Who are the Wednesday Chili's? Of last week. Who are the huh? Chili's? Red Hot Who's Chili, chili? Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, okay. most people know them as the Chili's. Sure. And through the whole concert, these two millennials in front of us literally recorded almost the whole concert on their phone. Held it like this. Both of them. Two of them. So they're together. Now they have two copies of the whole concert from slightly different angles the whole time. And I turned on my daughter. I was like, I, I, this is, this is stupid. Please, please don't be this person. She's like, I don't get it. And I was like, I don't get it either. I'm not sure, honey. Did you Why ask you? him? No. Cause I didn't want to get into a whole thing. Right. It's not my business. If you want to waste your two because the tickets were $230 a piece if you want to waste your $230 watching the concert through your phone that's on you man I think if I was at a concert and someone was recording it next to me I would be singing as loud as possible at them like not even knowing the words but I would just be like right at their phone just so that's what they had Intentionally That's what their bad audio lyrics. would be. Intentionally bad yeah. lyrics. It'd be Anthony Key is just rocking it out, and then Dave's mustache audio on the other side, <laughs> just making all the the noise to it. Like, how's that recording? Is it pretty solid? Is it pretty so, solid? Dunk. Hey, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Going to Nike. Joining the draw. This is live now. This is us. We're making it happen. The dunk low, vast gray, pearl white, light bone. Coming through. Oh, I need you to log look, off so I can have some all, bandwidth. It's all coming together. I need it's you to log off so I can have some bandwidth. Dave was late to the show today because no. Dave is trying to get on a sneaker drop. 10 a.m. Like drop. That's what it is right like now. He's 15 years old. Yeah. Well, you just went to a concert. Drops. Super lame. Dumbasses. No. Oh, I'm going to buy fucking sneakers for $1,000. <laughs> no, no one okay. would ever do that for that. Dummy. I need you to log off so I can. Here we go. I've got bandwidth. Face ID. Oh, it's a bandwidth issue on your side. Hmm. On yours. We're we're recording video. Who would have thought it was? We're recording video. That's how it is. No, no, no. So it all makes sense now. It was a sneaker drop. You're trying to buy some pearl white fucking Nikes. What does that mean? What makes sense? I don't know shit about sneakers. You're the sneaker guy. You're yeah, the guy just told with you. children's toys behind him and a bunch of sneakers. Not me. <laughs> you don't even have... I don't know what that shit means. I'm an adult man. Well, I mean, not really. Kind of. More, more than you. Like very a, subtly. Very, with, very subtly. Who has a BMX bike on his wall and a bunch of children's toys and sneakers. Those are antiques. Those are collectibles. <laughs> I know. They're not in their packages. I'm not like that. I'm not that guy. Oh, that's the subtle. Them. That's the subtle nuance difference you're gonna uh, separate yourself with. Is like my shit's at least not in the packages. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Oh, come on. We gotta get in here, man. Did you get them? I don't know. Our listeners want to know. I'm trying to. Your... I'm just joining the draw. I'm joining a draw. So what does that mean? Explain it to us non-sneakerheads. It means sneaker, the sneakers app has some sneakers that come in that they're trying to raise the, I don't know, the, the go-get-em-ness of so it. So the sneakers are what? Now you only make so much retail. on it, so it doesn't matter. So it's $150 like $150 retail. What are they going for right now? That's right. You'll pay. You'll pay what? What's your What's your ceiling on how much you'll pay for these sneakers? Seventy five dollars. No, you couldn't buy them off the rack for seventy five dollars. I'm buying them off the rack, maybe. So off the rack. Oh, I these see. dunk these dunks are like one ten. Okay. Ten. And so because you know they're popular, quote unquote, or they mm-hmm. might be right. Mm-hmm. 
sneakers does a drawing so you have to submit into the drawing and then it's magically randomly picked <laughs> so you might magically randomly get picked to get sneakers at face value yeah which you then hope to turn around and sell for what kind of markup I don't, I haven't really flipped a lot of them. I kind of like, I, I only get the ones them? that I like. What do you do with them then? I wear them. Like the ones behind you? Do you wear the ones behind you? They have tags yeah. on them. They literally have them, price yeah. tags on them. Those new Jordan 2s, that's the thing. I like the Jordan 2s, right? So I'm kind of like sinking into these little things. So I'll wear them at some point in time when I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. If not, then I'll pass them on and then I can... Get them. This is other what ones people without like. kids do, by the way. Not one person with kids, not one, maybe their children oh. do it, but not one person with kids spends time online buying sneakers. I, Nobody. I doubt that. I doubt that wholeheartedly. You doubt it all you want. I think Nobody it's a big time to do. for that. People with children don't have time. That's the time nonsense. that they make because of children. That's like their one go to of them being like, I still have my own real thing. I'm still a no. human being no, no, no. that doesn't people, need another human being to rely on me. <laughs> most people deal with that with alcohol. I know that's not your thing, but that's how no. most people deal with that shit. Oh, is that what it is? Mommy juice? <laughs> Mommy. Yes. That's what it's called. That's what it's called in our family. Mommy juice. <laughs> it's like when there's like a cup of something that's out and around and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the stuff or daddy juice got to hide it you got to put it in a receptacle that's not like known that's why red solo cups are a thing oh yeah i I just watched uh the uh, american ninja warriors guys like matt eisman and the other cat or whatever now now people are throwing solo cups at other people and you have to catch it what that's a game in, in the solo cup hey I'm just telling you. Huh. Got to get hot on the trail. Hot on the trail. We would do it, but I would have a solo cup, and then you would show up with a Dixie cup. And be like, how come it doesn't fit? <laughs> I can't catch anything. <laughs> you know, That's what it should it's be. It's so funny. The dichotomy. <laughs> Shuttlecock. On-air Dave and off-air Dave. Off air Dave, I think likes me. On air Dave, not as much. Why would I? Why not would on air Dave like you? There's nothing for us to talk about. Then it's just us looking, looking out at nature, just enjoying <laughs> we, it peaceably. Could be, we could as be two old white guys. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, it's because we're pre fifty. Doesn't mean you know what I mean that we have to be like. Oh yeah, look at that succumb. I call it succumbing. succumbing? I secede. Yeah, just completely give up just give over all over your face i played whoa whoa come on man that's not the just because we got some mustaches going don't lead into the you know into that that's not a thing this isn't for that we had a uh lacrosse started last night are you um, coaching again no playing i play in a in a league men's league but and there are a bunch of new guys that that kind of showed up for it for the fall portion of it and uh, uh, the head of it, um, Ethan had to make an announcement. He was like, raise your hand if you were born after 1980. And then like, oh, like hands go up and stuff like that. Like, none of you are allowed to a play attack. That is for people <laughs> 50 and over or whatever. Like, like just kind of went out on this basis. It was, it was so it's a mixed age league. Yeah. It's like, because right, they do that in men's baseball too. 30s. It's like, they're like, listen, you can have people that are 25 and under, but they can't pitch. Yeah. They can't pitch. Oh, sure. Because they throw too right. hard. They throw too hard? They that's, throw too hard. That's pretty fun. These are old men. Yeah. You can't throw that hard. This is exactly the same. And this is a mixed skill thing, too, just because of the numbers itself. So you'll have yeah. guys that, like, um, played college right okay. and they're very competitive and then also still are young and able to run <laughs> and then you'll have guys that are like 
I'm just a dad trying to get out of the house because I Joe won't let me collect shoes. So now I got to pretend like no, I play a sport. <laughs> and then that, and then so they're there. So, but it's nice. Like it's a nice job. Like you can you can relate with folks who like aren't as skilled, right? And like yeah. give them that time. And then once you match up with somebody that is skilled and like you know go at it, it's a it's a pretty good to do. Anyways, I don't know what my point was. I just I don't know what your point was. I got hit either. last night right in the neck with the ball or a stick. With a ball. Somebody wheeled. And I took you, a huh? shot at me. He took a shot, and I was right in front of him. I'm like, I don't know what you were aiming at, Isn't but that it was your my job? neck. Isn't that what? your job, though, is to get between the ball and the goal? Yeah, I was on defense. Yeah, that's your job. So here's here's how it went down, right? So he takes the shot. It hits me in the neck, and then I'm assessing. Like, I kind of stand up and assess. Like, wait, Dave I just immediately the falls over. He walks up. He or no, he comes up to me like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I see the ball on the ground, and I shove him out of the way, scoop the ball up, and, like, run down. But the whole time I'm thinking, like, I don't know if my larynx is broken or not. Like, let's just breathe here for a second. I was all right, too. And he came over and apologized. But I was like, it hit me in the muscle, which is good. I've seen guys go down because they get hit, like, in the artery, and then it'll drop them. Or if you take it in the throat, obviously not a good thing. So No. No, whatever it's a dangerous place. What were you, running around like this? How do you get hit in the no, neck? No, I'm just, put um, that, I'm just put that chin stepping down, bro. in. Put that chin down. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Ball's coming in. Ugh, put that chin down. Catch it yeah, on yeah. the cheek, on the jaw. No, I take it right in the throat so everybody stops. I bet you do, and then I and bet then you do. Take it right out and make it happen. <laughs> crush it. I crush it. Yeah. Anyways. David Mitzi takes it right in the throat. <sighs> oh, yeah. There's your setup. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Say but it again. No, no. Say oh. it again. Say like say that line again, like you said it. David finally admits it. He takes it right in the throat. (laughs) (laughs) You got me, Joe. Oh shit, you got me. (laughs) See, I can totally. That's how the show is supposed to work. That's how the show is supposed to work. Okay. From now on. From now on, I'm in there. I get it. That was a real, that was a real jovial laugh. That was a belly came right from the belly. I worked on my core this morning. So that because like, what I said was actually funny. <laughs> you were doing training. You're yeah. Doing, I'm in the moment. I'm in the moment. I'm in the moment. Joe laugh, 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 Joe laugh. That's what I do. That's it's good. Do. It's good. Buddy. Yeah. It's fantastic. Did you it's do fantastic. a massage circle with Tina beforehand? No. I don't know what that even means. That's weird. Well, it's a it's exercise. A lot of actors do massage circle. Was my favorite part of high school drama. Was the massage circle. So like, this is why wouldn't any guy do this? You're literally gonna let me sit down with the hottest girls in school and fucking rub their shoulders. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> I was. Maybe, I was also. Maybe high that's school. what you should have done. Like I, it's not like it happened last week. I mean. I, Okay, Deshaun. Listen, maybe that's what you should have done at the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. What the hell happened? Hey everybody, to let's circle Watson. up and massage while we sing. <laughs> It'll be great for everybody. Because it got a little tense. It got a little tense there, didn't it? Tell me about uh, it. It wasn't really tense. We were in the club the section. Well, okay. the two dudes next to me were having a tense situation. And as they How came in. One was probably 22, his older brother, if that's the case, who they said was seven years older and would have been 29, 30, somewhere in that area. So let's guess early 20s to mid 30s, this brother couple shows up, or, you know, these two guys, they're brothers. And, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just practicing. Practicing? Go good for you. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. But, so they showed up. They they get into line. They were kind of late to the concert. There were two opening acts. They didn't come till what line? Of, say that again. You said they got in the line. What line? No, no. They 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 just came in. They came into the aisle, right into the row that my family was sitting in. Okay. What did the cokehead start doing? Let's get to that. Well, you got to let me get to the cokehead. Oh, okay. So I didn't All even right, know ahead. there was a cokehead before people show up. It's these two guys, Josh and Victor. Yeah, and JV. he's with I his. It. I assume wife and the wife's brother okay so in-laws i'm sitting next to josh 
Next to Josh is Victor. Next to Victor, Vic, he went by Vic. Next to Vic is his wife. And next to his wife, I didn't even really know he was with him, is this guy who's just acting a fool. You can see it. He's bothering the people in front of him. And the two brothers are kind of rolling their eyes. And I had made friendly conversation with them. We were talking about the chilies and how long we've been fans and the whole thing. And Vic gets up to go to the bathroom. And Josh turns to me and he's like, so there's got to be some cocaine mixed in here, right? And I'm like, what? And he's like, with, with that guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah. No, yeah. There's 100% something. It's like maybe meth, maybe coke. But there's definitely something going on there and you know josh had come to me and said hey you know i i quit drinking about a year ago and who has these conversations at at a concert who just throws that out was he just sitting there staring it into an empty cup what did you throw like a red solo cup at him say catch this no no it was it was because the brother-in-law had come back with four beers okay for everybody so he had four beers he handed them out and he handed one to josh and josh kind of put it down he wasn't drinking at it and then they were having a conversation the brother-in-law and josh i wasn't really paying attention because i was in my own you were paying attention you were listening no i really wasn't so i didn't know what was going on and josh leans over and he looked i said hey is everything all right and he was like yeah he was like i tried to give up drinking a year ago he's like i gave up drinking a year ago he's like but it's what the problem is is that when i'm around people that drink it makes it very difficult. And I said, oh, because you realize what assholes people are when they drink or because you want to drink. And oh. he was like, no, because it makes me want to drink. Oh. And I said, all right. I was like, well, hey, you know, good for you sticking strong to your guns. You know, you need a little moral support. I'm not drinking. We could be non-drinking together. What and happened the to guys' beer? The brother-in-law keeps going, come on, bro. Why are you drinking your beer? We're an Irish family. You got to drink beer. We're an Irish family. And Wait, all this shit, is this the Cokehead or this Vic? This is the Cokehead. No, no. This is the Cokehead. Vic's a good guy, right? Vic's, Vic's the one that the... brought back all the beers. No, no, no. The brother-in-law no, the other guy back. did. The brother-in-law brought, brought back all the beers. Yeah. So the brother-in-law is giving him this hard sell. We're an Irish family. You know, in our family, we drink. It's a, you know, rite of passage. You got to have a drink with me, this whole thing. And that, so as what? that's going on. That's when he turns to me and he's like, there's got to be some coke involved here, right? I was like, for sure. There's definitely something going on. And so the show goes on and the concert's happening and the fucking brother-in-law is just being making an ass of himself, right? And I turned to him at one point and both Victor or Vic and Josh are listening. I'm like, man, this guy just makes the whites look terrible. Oh. Which they both fucking bust out laughing. There it is. That was your spot, Dave. You missed it. You were a little late on the queue. A little late? But, you know, it was the whole thing. And then out of nowhere, middle of the concert, middle of of the Chili's playing, they all get up and leave. I was like, well, everything all right? Is there something I said? Wait, Josh didn't even say goodbye? He did. He was like, it was very nice talking to you. Enjoy the rest of the show. And And this is where you say, hey, I co-host Kids vs. Cats. I did say that. I said, if you need need a podcast to fall asleep to, tune in. You have to take those moments. This is who you have to be in public. Yeah, I know. You have to put it out there. You got to let people know, hey, I'm not just a shoulder to cry on at a Red Hot Chili's Pepper concert because you can't handle your liquor and your family is a bunch of drug addicts. I need you to listen to our podcast. I would figure as somebody that is also in the struggle. That's exactly how it has to be said. A little more sympathetic. Zero. Especially when you're promoting your podcast. That's how you have to cut to the bone. You got to give them a reason to connect. And that's it right there. That's the one. He's like, I got to tune in to see what this asshole says. Yeah. Yeah. You got to tune in before you go out. (laughs) Because if any show is going to make you not want to drink, it's this one. It's definitely this one. It's this one. I'm almost positive. So you got to give me, I, you know, I like your blank triangle idea because I hate when people hold their phones up. Yeah. Rectangle, rectangle. It's just, listen, old phone cases. Okay. Everybody has an old phone case. They all get thrown away. You could probably get them all at like airports, buy them in bulk. You could probably get them at a recycling place and just have them in bulk. Right. And then all you do 
is cut out the portion of it and then it's just sell them the frame. Frames get sold 50 bucks a pop. So it feels like, you know, you still have you actually that paid for a phone. Yeah. That you're doing and then, something. That's all. You can hold it up just like this. Hey, what's happening? Oh, oh my God, this is amazing. I can't believe it, but you're still there. So you have the placebo effect, <clears throat> right? And you get to take it in for real. Yeah. Yeah. Which Perfect. is what I think most people should be doing. Why are you spending money to go to a concert to tape it for something you're never going to watch again? Never. Never. Ever. 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 And and the worst thing about it is you might think that someone else might want to watch it. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody. Nobody wants to watch Nobody your video from the Nobody wants to see your vacation. You yeah, it's it. Yeah. Like if you put it up online, maybe I'll scroll through it. But for you, like I've had somebody like, like recently like stop me and then like show me something, like show me the photo, like on their phone. And number one, their screen setting was bad. So it's too dark. You can't really get it in, right? They don't know how to set their screen. So it's just this, hey, look at this. And I'm like, I don't want to look at that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that attention taken. I'm oh, sorry. I missed my mind. No, that's it's not a funny. This is a this is a serious somber person to person moment. Is that we can't walk up to people, strangers, number one. No. You can't come up to family or to friends. And be like, hey, look, look at this. So this, well, wait, no. Dave, this sounds like it comes from a, from a deep place of hurt. Was there a recent family trauma? Did you have family no. members showing you family photos? No, we did. We did the family photos. Like out of you that, like I'm just talking about in general of having folks like show me stuff on their phone that you're just like, I don't need to see that. Even do, when I wait, have the inkling that, that I want to show somebody on their phone, I'm caught like, you know what? I don't even want to see this right now. I don't. But do see you it. say that or do you, you feign interest? Because my guess is no. I just put interest. it away. I put it away. I'm like I posted it. If you follow me, you can see it. No, no, no. But when time. someone else comes to you and shows you an innocuous photo that you don't care about, disinterested. Do you say I don't give a shit about your stupid photo, or do you disinterested? Feign I say, could you get your settings correct, please, on your phone, so I can see this? I don't want to. I don't want to have to do this right now. I don't want to have to do that. So when you did your family portraits this last week, did you do actual portraits oh. or was it just some guy with a cell phone? No, this is professional photographer. Like did you all Tina dress up? vetted. Tina vetted the photographer. Did you one. all dress up okay. in the same clothes? Like all white no, shirts or something? We all wore complimentary colors so that we could criticize each other accordingly. Like that's exactly what it was. Yes, all the guys what do you mean by that? had to wear... It's just, just what it is. It's like the matching by not matching. It was a whole thing. Like the, the, the nieces got the same dress, right? Okay. And then the grandma showed up with the same dress. Oh. And then the sisters were like, hey, what are you doing? We said, oh. we're going to wear this color. Oh, I just want it. And then it was just like, oh, it didn't matter. Like just everyone put a smile on their face that and go do it. And that's what I love. Immediately. You know, though, that like families... That like ugh, take the best family photos though, you know what I mean? Like if you really want a good family photo, before you do it, like a day before, okay, just just criticize Marcy or one of the kids. Tell them how just awful they are as a human being. Just and destroy then them when mentally. You show up, yeah, and they show up the studio. Smile on. Yeah, that under the surface tension just oh, no. That locked in smile. Locked in. Nothing but love Gritted. shooting out of your eyeballs right Gritted into that teeth. camera. Reflecting back into all of those people that you love to hate. Well, what was your theory That's on great. the photos that are, you get the photos back and they're a little fucked up. Like a kid's doing something you shouldn't be doing. You were saying that those are the families Perfect. that love each other the most, right? They absolutely love it. You know how you have like the one where the kid's like making a face and like the dad's reaching over. Just to yeah. take them out. You know what I mean? Like that, you know that they absolutely love each other. At that moment, they don't like it. You know what I mean? They like it. Or they think it, but they're having fun. You might be honest. And something. these were. We took all kinds of different combinations. It was cool, man. It was cool, like, hanging out, you know, with the nieces and nephews and going this hiking and doing all that stuff. This was your trip up to Ohio, right? 
Okay, it's down. It's down. It's down. Your it's hiking down. adventure? Oh, you, yeah. Ohio's down? Yeah. Isn't it just a cross? No. Really? To cross? A cross is Canada. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know. But Ohio I does reach here. up. Ohio does reach up on the other side. Ohio reaches for nothing is what Ohio reaches for. Ohio reaches for very little. We've got Ohio State. So okay. funny, funny okay. little thing about Ohio State is my cousin's boyfriend is now the defensive coordinator for Ohio State. Pretty, pretty interesting. Who is it? How my, are you not related? My cousin's yeah boyfriend. How old is the guy? He's in his 50s. This is an older cousin. She's probably late 50s, early 60s. So he's always on the defense, huh? He's the defense. Come on, dude. That's Have they a big been married deal. before? He's, a, he's, a de- he's the defensive coordinator for Ohio State. That's a big position. That's... that's. Does she, does she like dating 10, coaches? Bro. That's her jam? She likes coaches? Well, she started dating him when he was the, I want to say, either offensive coordinator or head coach for Cornell. Okay. So now dating. he lives somewhere else. So they're not really dating. No, she she travels there. They're I think buying a house together. Yeah. How long yeah, have they been together? Cool. Ohio State's the real deal, man. I mean, what's bigger than Ohio State? We were having this discussion the other day. What's a bigger football Alabama. school than Ohio State? No. Michigan it's either yeah. Michigan, Ohio State. No. That's it. Uh, Alabama's not in the Pac ten. Pac-10 is the pinnacle. Nobody's in the Pac-10. Nobody's in the Pac-10. Sure they are. Who? I don't know. Let's look it up, Dave. What football teams are in the Pac-10? Not USC or UCLA as of next year. Yeah. Oh, Pacific 10. American football league. You don't even know. You're literally talking about something you don't even know about. That's what Ohio State University is in the Pac-10. Silly. What? It's right here. In the what? Read it again. Read it slow. <laughs> it says it right what, here. What conference Old is Everett. Ohio State? Oh, Pacific 12? Pac-12? It's the Pac-12 what? now. Where is Ohio Sorry, State? I didn't know they added two. Hold on. Where is Ohio State? It's in Ohio. And where would the Pacific Conference B. Where do we think that would be? I'm telling you what it says. I'm looking at it right here, bro. Read it. Read what you're looking at. The Pacific 12 has 12 members. Institu- Who are they? Institutions for football. Who are University they? of Arizona, Arizona State University, University of California at Berkeley, University of Colorado, University of Oregon, Oregon State University, Stanford University, Keep going. <laughs> I just saw it. It was just here. <laughs> this is a fake laugh, by the way, because I feel sorry for you right now. That's where so that's So what's Ohio from. State? What's the division Ohio State's in? It's called the Big Ten, oh, son. That's... Oh, Jesus Christ. Big you're gonna Ten! Fucking, you're going to semantically get me on Pac-10 and Big Ten? What is semantic? Those are two completely different... Places, two completely different conferences. Are they college football? USC, UCLA joining the Big Ten. So now there's like 18 teams in the Big Ten. How can they be the Big Ten then? Because there's There's only 10 of them-ish that are worthwhile. The other ones are just there. They're just add-ons? Yeah, because they need to fill the schedule. Either way, dude, Ohio State is one of the probably pinnacle football schools in the country. He's defensive coordinator for them. Okay. We'll look it up. Listen, and your your cousin. I gave you a bone. I gave you a bone. I said Michigan State was in in the top. No, you didn't. You said Michigan, which is correct. Michigan State would not be. I mean, they're good. They're good. They're good. Yeah. But when you think of college football, you think of Michigan. Roll Tide. All right, Alabama's good. Yeah, Alabama's good. Yeah, but you're not. You didn't go to Alabama. Don't be lifting your glass like you're an alumnus. No, I'm not. I'm just like, that's the thing. I didn't go to any of that stuff. Where did you go to school again? Eastern Michigan University. Go Eagles!
Right? Where did you go to school? Where did you go to school? Ithaca College. The champions of Division <laughs> Three baseball, baby. Okay. The Ithaca Bombers. Oh, go Bombers. Like that. That's a good uh, name. What's the but what's the bombers after? Did they make bombers in Ithaca? Were they a manufacturer during World War One? I? I think I don't know. I think it's because they were terrible for so long. They were just bombing. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird call sign. I don't know why they're the bombers. Okay, but that Never. was your jam. No. Did you go to the games? Did you support them as a as a? I did alum? go to. <laughs> I did go to baseball games. Ithaca College baseball games and. Uh, one of the starting New York Yankees is a Ithaca Bomber. Yeah. Who's that? And his, What's his name. name? Oh, shit. Listen, we had a week to prepare What's for his this. first name? His last name is LaCastro. LaCastro? Bomber. LaCastro. Yeah, he's an outfielder. Uh, when, uh, how uh, many games uh, has he started? Where's he hitting the line? He's new. He's a rookie. So another cool fact, he also played with a cousin of mine's son, who was also an Ithaca Bomber. They played together as Ithaca Bombers and won the championship. Okay. All right. Yeah. Tim. It's Tim LeCastro. Okay. Nice. Way to go, Tim. Way to be there, buddy. Yeah. Dude, come on, dude. We'll get a link. That's a I'll get big a link deal. in there for him. You got a kid out of your alma mater that makes it to the majors? Come on. It's a big deal. Yeah. Timothy LaCastro. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Good Hold on. Kid. I got him write down the name. That way, when I edit everything and put up all of the social media links, I'll have a little link to Tim. Oh, let's, let's see how you are. Good like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tim you'll just Castro. sit and wait for it. You'll just sit and text me like, hey, when's it going to be done? When's it going to be done? I, I never text done? you for when it's going to be done. I get alerted when it's done. I know. Because I'm an integral part of the process. The whole Zencaster lets me know like, hey, this guy just put this up. Which is good. It's fantastic. Okay. That's the Inthaca Bombers story of the thing, which is so nice. So we got to get to the meat, is the meat of the show. We got to get to New the York meat of University. The show. Tell me about it. What's the bias? Well, because you're already biased thing. towards New York things, so this just makes this is, it even more biased. So, so in my research of biased hotlines, almost every along with school, your Pac-12 research, yes, go ahead. Almost every school has one of these hotlines, which may be a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing, Dave. I don't know. But what is it? From what I can see, it's for lighthearted millennials or Gen Zers, when they hear something or their feelings get hurt, they have a hotline to call to complain about it. Now, my I don't what? know what these actually do, but my guess is it's call like it. screaming into a wind tunnel. Call. Like it's just a phone line to call, call and say, oh, my feelings were hurt. And then they go, okay, grow up. You're at college. Call. You're Let's a call big person right now. now. Your feelings don't matter. Call it right now. I, it's a, it's against the law. Or against what do you the mean? Rules. The rules. You can't what do you just mean? call. What rules? You got to be part of the organization. You have to punch in a school ID. What are they going to do? You have to have a school ID. So hold on a second. When you have, when you take issue with something, number one, you don't call your mother, which is weird because that's what that is. That's a bias hotline. Okay. Your mom is Across your the board. hotline. Correct. That's it. That's all it should be. You know what and I mean? what Maybe co- your dad. Probably nah, now more your so. Your dad's going to give you the truth, though. Your dad's yeah, going to go, grow the fuck up. Stop being a baby. No, they don't. You think you do that, but you don't. Oh, no, You're I softy. do do that. I am not. Softy. But that's the, the original bias that. hotline. So now yeah. you have to call a phone number. Call a phone number. And then you have to plug in all of your student information. Student ID. And then someone answers it. And you're like, hey, I overheard a conversation in the quad. And I know somebody said I had fat thighs. Whoa. whoa. Shit like that. Why would anyone say that to somebody, though? Because maybe they have fat thighs, Dave. 
Well, yeah, but you don't have to. It's go okay to have fat. Adam. It's okay to have fat thighs. Thick. Just own that shit. Be like, correct. That's I how thick that. came about. Fatties. Oh, has has anyone? So Tina came at me one day. She says, "My thighs are almost touching." And I'm like, I don't know what to do here. Like, have no, you ever you are, been presented? You, you should run. Zip, right? Like, you just, run. you have to, like, keep eye contact and slowly but, back out of the house. It's like dealing it. with a bear. You got to just hands in the air. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. And just back away slowly. <laughs> back away. Oh, my God. The funniest thing. Here's the two things that you should not do during that. Okay. This is. <laughs> If your wife says that to you or any significant other, you know, what? okay, if they say that, do not take your hand and reach in between your thighs and wonder if, in fact, they're supposed to or not. Don't do that because that's not what they're saying. They don't want to know if that be the case. They don't want to know if you have that in common. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to say maybe we maybe they should. We have that in common with each other. And also, don't look at them in the eye and go, well, they're not touching mine. And then walk oh, out of the room. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's not yeah. good. Those are the things. Yeah. Those are the... <laughs> so it's the also <laughs> not advisable to go up with your hand and try to do the measure. Be like, oh, yeah, that shit's real close. No, you got it. Yeah, you're pinky. That'll be a whole thing right there. Thighs up, everybody. We have some salve for that. Some salve. Okay. So feelings getting hurt. I guess we have so Dave, my question calls. is so this is the base this is what we're talking about. My oh. question to you I? is I feel I, I have a mixed bag of emotions about it. I have a mixed I mean, bag Well maybe you should call somebody of emotions about it. Because I can understand if there were real problems like somebody was being discriminated against or you know, uh, a college professor was taking his students in the back and letting them blow them for good grades, something like that. I could understand there being an anonymous hotline for you to call to report that. But it's not uh, anonymous. You have to punch in all of your information. They're collecting anonymous. your data. Still anonymous from what they say. I don't know if that's true or not. They're saying okay. it's still anonymous. But my guess is that it's just soft-willed people that have oh. an echo chamber to scream about their hurt feelings into the void. And if that's truly what the case is, we're, we're in a really dark space. I mean, that's just what a friend is for. That's what I said. That's right? exactly the words that I said. So we were watching this. How I found out about this was watching Bill Maher okay. the other day, and they were talking about this NYU bias hotline. That's why I brought up NYU. And, you know, Bill's whole thing, he basically has the same mindset as me. Is like, this is for people that just want to complain about the fact that their feelings are hurt. And I was curious about your thoughts on it. Do you feel that's what this is? Do you feel that this has any place in our society? Like I said, immediately on hearing this, like, that's why you have friends. That's what bars used to be for where college age yeah. kids don't go to bars anymore, but you used to go to a bar, what? meet people or talk to the bartender, maybe, you know, pass on your grievances to the bartender was like, Hey, I got a problem. I can fix that for you. Here's another Jack Daniels. Or you pay $230 to sit next to some schmo and talk to him about your problems <laughs> with your brother-in-law. That's also a possibility. Now, wait a minute. That was a very specific example, Dave. I was extremely specific, but Josh is going to be Josh and that's okay. We got yeah. prayers and love for him. You know what I we mean? Do. Keep it up, bro. But he was a good if kid. you're explaining to me that just, it's a thing where you call in and go, you know what? I just feel hurt. It's kind of like, is that, are we now built into the, the gatekeeper between that and the new suicide hotline? Is that like, is that like kind of urgent care for the emergency room? Have we... Are we building into like, I'm not quite going to do anything to myself or anybody else, but you know what? I need to be heard right now. And that's really what urgent care is. Like, hey, I have a broken leg, but here's the thing. <laughs> urgent care will take care of it because I don't want to mess with emergency room stuff. Same thing. Same thing. Mm. Hey, I got the sniffles. I, don't, I, don't think the, I, I agree with you, but I don't think the broken leg example is the right thing. Because if you've got a broken leg, sniffles. you should go right to the emergency room. Folks, just so you know, this is true. It's if you have me. a like a small wound that needs to be sutured, 
that'll probably yeah. heal up on its own if you just band-aid it. But put then a what does butterfly strip on but that? You call, do they have a solution? Is it an actual human being that know. says, you know what? I it's hear not, you. Well, I did find out it's next so through the research of that every school has one of these. What it is is you say it into a voice message machine. Okay. And then someone will or will not get back to you if the problem is deemed worthy of attention. Okay. So that's what so made it could me be across think, the board. That's what made me think of like, oh, this is just a blank tunnel for people to cry their feelings into. Could be. But what if it is serious and you're ca- calling this number? Then they'll call you back, I guess. But, but when? If you got to have a real number to take care of a situation. Uh, this just seems to be like a thing that's in the way. It, again, Dave, this is, in my opinion, a way for the schools to offset their liability. No. That's all it is. What do you mean? Offset oh, so their liability for what? They just, then so, they keep all So that voice? somebody can't come back and be like, hey, I was getting, you know, sexually harassed by my professor and I had nowhere and nobody to say it to. I'm That's a real deal. School. That's important though. You got to have that. It is important, yeah. but yeah. I'm going to sue the school because nobody took care of it. So now the school can say, yeah, well, we have a hotline you could have called and said, hey, my, I'm being sexually harassed. And then we will take care of it or we won't. I think that's more of an emergency room problem. It's not an urgent care problem. The way this got explained is that these are just an urgent care, right? Like this is just somebody calling up to say something. Well, you put it as the feelings are hurt, but there could be some like real things where people call and like, hey, I tripped on the sidewalk going from here to here. I need that taken care of like that. Or is it just feelings? Because if it's just feelings, then it's definitely call your mom. Like, call your mom. It should be call your mom. That's what it should be. And and She wants to hear from you. That's like her whole job is to listen to you and your feelings. And then tell you to grow up. You're in college now. People can say bad things to you. And guess what? It doesn't matter. Move on with your day. I think a lot of moms today, though, would be like, did you call the hotline? Did you but, let the hotline know? So, so in the in the, in the interview on the Bill Maher show, he went on to, or the the person that he was talking to about this said, "Yes, this is a product of the fact that this generation after Generation X grew up with mothers that didn't want them to play in the dirt, would wipe their face with antibacterial stuff I mean, because they were worried about them getting." bacterial diseases and they were protected and protected and protected and protected and shut an eggshell generation. And so now they're so soft that they have no defenses to the slightest of aggressions. That's pretty fantastic. How do you think that works out? Where does that go? Like do the defensive get built up or do they come out sideways and then just, just, like we're just going to have a whole generation it, just going to crack. I think it, I think it goes that way because yeah. you have just a generation of people that are unable to handle with microaggressions. They literally have a term for it. Microaggressions where back in the day it was, you just went on with your day. Somewhat. So that does feed into some other bias stuff when it comes to race or ethnicity that there's a little bit more that we that's a different I personally I feel that so this a is just in general thing. piece. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. a different thing. If you're but having... if they take on those subtleties, that is important to note. <laughs> but if somebody hurts my feelings, okay, I should have some way to know why do I feel this way? And that's when I call my mom. Well, not anymore. I talk to my wife, but Yeah. Who's, or who's you, your new mommy. Ugh. <laughs> what is your ugh? You're my new mommy. That's what again, it is. Dave. Again, you got to stop throwing me the softballs. That's really. well. I'm trying to put it up for you, but that is a good point of like, does your circle of friends, right? Your I call it my conciliary, right? Those those that's my counsel. There's a handful of folks that I go to. For those situations, like Josh's or whatever, right, too, on that kind of side of it. I go to it for family stuff. I go to it for house stuff, whatever. 
that I know, hey, this just happened. Like, this is what I want to do about it. Why is this happening? And mostly, you know why I know it works? Just simply talking about it. Because you realize how irrational you are. But I come from a place where I was reminded about how irrational, right, you can be. If you're constantly being spoon-fed, completely rational thought. Every single thought and feeling is what it, it's a feeling. Enough, that's, enough. That's what our teachers have turned into, right? So that was also another component of this is like back in the day when you would get picked on by your teacher, they'd be like, all right, you know what? Kids will be kids, shake hands and move on with your day. And now it's your feelings are valid. Tell me what's going on. You're a precious little snowflake, right? Like that shit does happen. That's crazy. And so that's what makes me believe that this is just a a vacuum tunnel for people to complain into, right? So exactly what's going to happen, instead of calling your mom, you call this hotline, you say the ridiculous shit you're going to say into it, they may or may not call you back, but you feel better because you at least got to say something to somebody. Yeah, but we did that. that. We were talking about that. There's that website that's like scream into the void. Where people like that's what your car is for. Like Correct. that was the other thing. Like the commute doesn't happen anymore. That's where you roll up the windows, you pick your nose, and you yell. Like that's the place that you go and do it. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So But now we have I, a website. So your thoughts on it are similar to mine. That it is I don't know enough about what it it I, I want a solution to come from it. So if if it is a situation, then yes, that person has to get called back right away. But if it's somebody that like, I can't believe that somebody was wearing the same shirt as me. Charlie Kirk is talking on campus and I don't like it. Shit like that. Who's that? Uh, some conservative guy that upsets college kids. Like, Oh, okay. So differing viewpoints from somebody Makes Correct. people freak out, and then this is where they call? Well, that's a completely useless piece of it, puzzle, Correct. as opposed to going like, wait, what are you saying? I'm going to research what it means. Why? Where does it come from? And then go, yeah, okay, guy, whatever. Yeah, like, this is, yeah. This is okay. a non-issue. This is a non-issue. So my guess is I don't have access to this hotline's tapes, but my guess is somebody will. 85% of it is women. Wow, that right there is a huge bias. That's my guess. I bet it's not. Call the fucking hotline, pal. I bet it's not. I bet because women at least seem to do a better job of talking to other people. Guys do not do that. I I disagree with that. Well, I disagree with that. Guys tend to talk to their friends about it. Guys tend to talk to their friends about it. Very little. In general, you know what I mean? That is not the default for us. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, how deep of a conversation have you ever had with your dad? Like, super deep. In the last 10 years. A lot, actually. Okay. What about your grandfather? Well, my grandfather died when I was... One grandfather died when I was 15, and the other one died before I was born. So, not a lot. Okay. So, not the first one. Well, maybe the first one, though, before you're born, because maybe, like, maybe you're him. Maybe. There's one thing. Okay. My grandmother let's not thought get into that. that. My grandmother had a, had a big thought that she was like, you're your you're grandfather. Yeah. Did She didn't. Okay. So, anyways. She's like, you look like him. You act like him. Yeah. You just you pop back in. Here he is back in my life. That's yeah. nice. Do you do you fit into his clothes? If I had some to try on, he was a he was a, a, a small statured man. I don't think I'd fit into his clothes. Okay, all right. So that's just better nutrition. So the point being, okay, is like I don't remember any meaningful meaningful conversations. Let's say with my grandfather's. But what about besides your dad? like some spirited? like advice that they gave out or reminding me that, Hey, this is home. No matter what, you can always come home. Like, you know, like meaningful stuff to it. Right. Yeah. But that goes on the back end of like my grandfather, the way he dealt with anything was a a cigar and a walk 
Like no I matter what problems like face life, like that's what it was. You know what it I mean? Light it up and walk it off. A Manhattan and a walk or yeah, a round of golf. I mean? It was actually a Manhattan and a round of golf. See, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But he's not talking to anybody on the golf course. So I have two male adults in my life, older, okay, family members, who in the last year, like I've talked to about meaningful stuff in some way mm-hmm. and have got it out of them that they don't have anybody to talk to. Yeah. Maybe like they don't have a bestie. You know what I mean? They don't have a guy that that's they sad. go and sit with coffee, you know what I mean? Or whatever. That's sad. all the time. And that's weird. Yeah. But that's what, so now. But that's a generational, I think that's a generational thing. Yeah. And that's, and now, right. We're leading into a generation that also doesn't have anybody to talk to except. Yeah. Not a human. There is that. That shit drives me crazy too. Here's the thing. But you haven't had meaning. Hold on. Before we stray from this point, you haven't had meaningful conversations with your dad. Your dad seems like a pretty. Yeah, I get it. Into it guy. Yeah, I get it. I get it. He seems like a touchy feely kind of dad. No, eh, there's not a lot of that. To I've only actually, met him a couple it's even times. funnier because I'm like, oh, 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 and you're like, ah, 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 ah. It's he, was, a, he was rubbing your shoulders the one time we talked. Well, we have a massage circle. That's what we do in our family just to relieve our stress. Point being, I don't even know. What is that? So point being is, yes, those conversations have been done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And do come out in that kind of frame of reference. Those are nice. I could say this. I but that's definitely, me. I've definitely you know? had more meaningful conversations with my father than my father ever had with his. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So now lead off into how you got into this conversation that if one of your children came to you with a problem, you would have been like, suck it up. It's your feelings and send them back no. out their way. So they need an 800 number to call. That's not that's not the way that I would have handled it right out of the gate. I would have listened. I would have processed it. And then I would have said, suck it up. Your feelings don't always mean shit. Sometimes you just got to push through life. Life's not an easy thing. Life's not an easy thing. There's going to yeah. be things in your way that are hard. And if you get destroyed by every little bump in the road, you're not going to make it very far. Sometimes you have to mow over some of those bumps. Yeah. How does that really impact me? Like, those are the things that I have to take in when I'm spoken to in a certain way or anything like I got to take it in. Like, wait, is this personal? Is this something going on to it? Like much faster at it. I don't go to, I really have to call a hotline and tell them my feelings. But here's what I want to know. Do you think the MIT has an AI hotline so that they do have like AI listening to all of these messages and then coding the priority and like what it is so that we could see some data on all of this? Plus, I would like to take in that tone of voice, right? Like all of that has to come into a matter. So this is actually a very good artificial intelligence study that could be done if we can get the data from all of these hotlines. They're everywhere too, dude. I So I looked it up. I was like, oh, wow, I can't believe NYU is doing this. And then I looked it up. I was like, bias hotlines. And there was one for every school. Every school it was like Michigan State, uh, Ohio University, John Hopkins, NYU, Columbia. All of them have a bias hotline. Man. So it is what it is. Is it doing good? I don't know. I How do we find out? It just seems to be did. like it's a one-way conversation. Like, What's the conversation back? I need you to go and research this more and find out I call in, I leave a message and then, well, you're affiliated with the school, Dave. That's one of the reasons I brought it up. You're affiliated with the school because you used to coach, you used to coach high school lacrosse. Is that not true? Okay. Yeah. I coach. Does your high school have a bias hotline? I'm assuming all the high schools have one. I'm an assistant principal. Isn't that what that is? Isn't that what a school counselor no. is? A school counselor, maybe. But from what I found out, at homeroom least teacher, my kids education is that and they weren't very good when I was in school either. But student counselors 
is a garbage position that no. should not exist. No, it's they don't it's, do anything. Well, at least my, if you have two thousand kids and there's one person listening to all these problems, that's a problem. My school, student counselor didn't do a whole lot for me. My son's student counselor has not done a whole lot for him. Okay. So, is there so out, two out of the out of the ten student counselors that are at the high school he goes to, one of them I think does anything worthwhile? Okay. One. Ten percent. It's pretty solid. Go to that guy. That's that's the person. You can't just go to that guy. You have to go who you're assigned to. You pull him okay. aside. You pull him aside. Well, he did. I told him to go start doing, because he does a bunch of extracurricular stuff. And I said, join as many of those extracurriculars with him as you can, because then he'll be a voice that you can go talk to, whether he's your counselor right. or not. Right. Yeah. You seek out that mentorship, that person to call when you have a biasness. Life's a contact sport. You have to kind of get into the mix. Well, there becomes everyone's not in contact with each other especially now. And this is a good thing because so I have a friend whose kid just coming out of middle school, starting in high school, and you got to realize the last 2 years they spent in the COVID awareness programs. What's that? Not being around other people. And so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out once you go into, you know, the larger population. Hmm. With people around. Does that have any, can we link that to the Russian infotainers? Because I really wanted to hear about that. You said you were going to talk about Russian oh, infotainers. I'm not really no. sure what it is, but I'm super excited to hear about it. The, I read a lot of spy novels. So then on the news, when I hear about a car bombing of, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, there it is right there. That's the stuff. You're like, oh man. So the, yeah, I don't want to, it's, it's a thing, I guess. It's not really, I don't really, I'm not interested in it. You didn't have anything for that? It was just put out No, there, so. it was the, the, the Russian infotainer, the far right gal who her dad is like a big Putin guy and her car blew up. He was supposed to be in the car, but he wasn't. So now it's a big thing. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, that's a spy novel. Hmm. Okay. I figured it's a bunch of infotainers. When infotainers put out information, okay, that is wrong, it feeds the beast. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're talking like Alex Jones shit. Yeah. Sure. On top of all that stuff, right? If you feed the lie, that's where, you know, you know, it'd be good to compare is all of the college bias. Delios. Oh, hold on. Hold on a second. Relax, guys. Did he get his sneakers, oh. folks? That'll be the perfect wrap-up college- for the show. It, it didn't even submit. It sucks. All of, we compare all of the college bias voicemails to all of the Fox News and MSNBC hotlines and then just see if there's any crosstown pattern about people's the Venn diagram on that is going to be almost one full circle. It'll be the just crossover. one giant yeah. swoosh, just the like that. The crossover is going to be immense. Two wings up throughout, <laughs> and that's what it is. Our yeah. feelings matter. Listen, they do. I wouldn't dismiss anyone's feelings, ever. I'm no. reminded of that, of that on a daily basis from my wife. Don't dismiss my feelings. I'm like, I'm not. I'm just leaving the room because you're talking to yourself. That's what... <laughs> Because your fucking thighs are so thick. I mean. No. They're not. They're delicious. That's what it is, too. Talk about hot lines. I got a hot wife. You're a lucky man. Relax, everybody. Relax. Point being. I don't know what the point is. What do you like? Don't. I I need to know about the hotline. We need to know more about the hotline. I think that's what this we can wrap up with here. What's even more important, if you're still listening, we don't have a hotline number, but you should subscribe and leave comments on whatever distribution channel you are listening to this podcast on. In fact, I'll put up a thing on Spotify to ask, hey, would you call the bias hotline? 
and what would you say? Maybe we should start a bias hotline, Dave. Oh, can you do that? Call in. Yeah, why not? Ugh, dude. I don't know. Get a 1 800 number. I have a hard enough time listening. Listen, the technology, don't don't do that. It's hard enough for you to click on a link. Don't try and start a whole new line of communication for yourself. I got to tell you, too, just for real. Because he hasn't been real this whole time. So just having the headphones on with your like your your little mustache that you got going on. Mm -hmm. That just it really is. It frames your head nice. You have a nice good oval you know what i mean and then it just brings it yeah it's important because some guys you know what i mean their noggin is all over the place you're not no nice symmetrical it could be your camera i don't know nope but i just want you to know i have a whole theory on it but we'll have to go into it next time dave i want you to know that from me though it may it it matters me and my older sister have that same head and then my little sister has a round head so i have a theory of why that is we'll get into it later Kids versus cats!